The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to talk from the inside of sports. It's time for G. Cobb in the House with Gary Cobb and co-host Micah Warren. We'll talk to and about players, front office personnel, agents, and the newsmakers in and around sports. Now, here are your hosts, G. Cobb and Micah Warren. G. Cobb with you on voiceamerica.com. And, uh, of course, this is uh, G. Cobb in the House. And uh, joining me is my uh, co-host, Micah Warren. And how's, how's it going for you, Micah? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm I'm doing great. Doing great now. Let's let's jump into it. Uh, feet first. Uh, you know, one thing that's kind of intrigued me has, is going to be that uh, battle between Sean Jones and uh, uh, Quentin Dempsey. Yeah, uh, which, which I think is going to be very interesting because I I have I've uh, the more I see of Sean Jones, I see you know you got yourself a quality player plus the experience. The thing you know. Uh, he kind of takes over when he gets in there. You know, he's barking out the calls. Uh, he's, he's assured of what he's doing, and uh, he's, he's, he's a good athlete. He's a better athlete than I thought he was originally. I mean, he's, he's going to be tough to keep out of the lineup. I mean, you think of a guy who's uh, really, I mean, you'd have to say he's a, a Pro Bowl uh, quality talent-wise because you're picking off 14 passes in the last three years. Three years. Yeah, the last three years, you know, that's that's five a year. That's you know, that's pretty good. You know, that's playmaking. That's definitely playmaking. And the only thing that Quentin Demps, I think, definitely has on him is pure speed. Demps is one of the faster safeties in the league. I mean, he really has wheels. And, uh, and he's one of the best athletes of the safety because he not only can run, man. This dude can jump, and uh, he's got good size. You know, and it, it's going to be good. You know, it's good to have. Uh, you know, uh, you know what you're doing is regardless of who wins the wins the competition, you know, you're pushing, the, you're, uh, I think you're playing, you're pushing the team to a higher level by, by having that type of competition. Absolutely. Competition makes everybody better, absolutely. I'd like some competition for Jamal Jackson because I think well, when motivated, I think he could be an excellent player. But last couple of years, he has not been what he was in 2006. I, I would like to see them do that. I would like to see them uh, move, uh, you know, give Nick Cole a shot at that job because I do think that uh, – you know, Jackson hasn't been the best uh, that he could be. I think he can improve his game. And so I would like to see them, uh, you know, have him challenge and fight for that job because uh, he, he's gotten, I think, too complacent. Uh, he hasn't been consistent. And uh, I, th- I thought he had his best year, his, his first year, or what was it, 2006? Yeah. And when you've got a guy's <laughs> level dropping off, then you need to give him some motivation. And the way you give him some motivation is you, you, you uh, let somebody have a shot at his job. Well, Nick Cole is certainly enormous, and I, I just – he's the size of a tackle. I would love to see what happens if you have a, a center that size. I mean, that, that is just – that would make that line even bigger, which it, I didn't even know it was possible. Those guys are huge. But I'd like to see Nick Cole get a shot in there. I just – because I'm just so intrigued by his size. I mean, is he 380, something like that? Uh, well, no, he's not. But he, 
he's 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 up there. Yeah, he's up there, and and he's uh, he's built low to the ground, and he really kind of fits uh, in that interior offensive line, which is really uh, a lot of times they say you know they they kind of say oh the guy's short. Well, a lot of times you know you've got an advantage being short because you know you you got leverage, and uh, you know the key in there is leverage. So you know that, that's a key there. Now. Uh, just to give a little uh, feedback, uh, give a little report on what's been going on out there. I tell you, uh, Jeremy Macklin has continued to, you know, uh, really impress me. Uh, he's gotten better each day out there, and I think that uh, uh, they're very happy with, with some of the progress that he's made. Uh, McCoy, it has, you can't see it as much because he's just got so many things to learn, and uh, you can see them correcting him, and, and uh, he just got a lot more uh, mentally to get on top of. So, uh, I, I wouldn't be able to say, well, he looks so great, uh, but he's picking things up and he's going to have to continue the battle. It just seems like the Macklin has, uh, what they've given him, he's already digested. Now, Ingram kind of banged up his knee there. He was back out there today, uh, which right. is a good sign. And, um, you know, he continues to look good, and, you know, we'll see what happens. You know, really going to be able to see a lot of these guys and, 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 and learn a lot about them. Uh, this coming week when they're working out with the veterans. And, of course, you know, we find out what's happening in training camp when they put on the pads. Uh, but working against the veterans, you're really going to be able to see, you know, how sharp they are, how really mentally uh, are they uh, on the same level as, uh, as, the, um, as the veterans. See, that, that's a key. And I want to tell anybody that's um, listening right now that uh, you can call in. You, you've got a, a question for uh, either one of us. Uh, you can call in to one eight 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 three four six nine one four four if you got any kind of um, a question. Again, it's eight 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 three four six nine one four four eight 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 three four six nine one four four. Because you know, I was out there at the mini camp all week. Uh, I didn't see them practice today. I went up there. I talked to some of the guys after practice. But I was out today. I was planting some trees. Myself, Mike Quick, and Fred Barnett, with some of the Eagles uh, personnel, as well as SCA, a tissue company, uh, which is a big paper company, uh, and uh, this is part of their uh, green, uh, you know, a project uh, that every time, you know, all the paper they use, they, you know, they go out and they plant some trees, you know, uh, to kind of replace the trees that they're utilizing. So uh, I was out there doing that, and so I, I, didn't, I didn't see the practice today. Now, yesterday... Uh, Macklin, man, I'm telling you, that, you know, he's making diving catches now. He's going really? up taking the ball from people. You can see he's just getting more comfortable where now, you know, he's just playing ball and it's not as much what he's thinking, you know. So uh, I, think that, I think that thing could get very interesting. Now, this is what I throw out at you. But anyway, uh, if you've got any kind of reaction, uh, Michael, go ahead. You know, anything you want to throw in, uh, just go ahead. I actually had a question about McCoy because I know, like you said, you can't really tell. First of all, he's got so much to learn. And you no. can't even tell if he's learned it yet, I'm sure. How fast does he look out there compared to the other guys? Uh, he's not a blazer. You know, he's got good speed, um, but he's not a blazer. You know, what he's got is that change of direction. You can see that. And, um, you know, he's, uh, he's, very, he's a very fluid player uh, who, um, you know, as I said, the change of direction, he, he does have some speed, but, he, you know, he's not where he's a, you know, one of those four – Two, I mean, four, three, four, four burners. No, he's, he's not. He's, he's just got good speed, you know. Right. Uh, That's one of the things that concerned me watching him in college was he didn't seem to have that extra gear, and I wondered how that would relate to the NFL. 
Well, the big uh, thing he's got to do is he's got to be smart and he's got to be thinking, look, get four or five yards because you can live off of four or five yards consistently. Uh, the thing that I don't see him doing is, you know, these long runs, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know that he's going to be doing a lot of those. I mean, he might do some, but the long runs, you know, where you got the guy just opens up and he's gone, no, I, I, don't, I don't see that with him. Right, but, uh, right. I, I do see a guy that's going to be able to, uh, to find out, find what's there because of his vision and his ability to change direction and, and, and his quickness. Well, I'm not even sure if we're going to see much of McCoy and Westbrook all year because it seems like Lorenzo Booker is going to start. I think he's in great shape for that. I mean, just ask him. <laughs> he's, I, I mean, he's in great shape this, for the I'm going to put up some video later on, uh, but uh, he continues. I mean, he, he talking to him, you would have sworn that he had the year that the, the kid down in Tennessee had. I mean, you know, as a, as a rookie, I mean, uh, you know, in his second year, like, yeah, I mean, you would think that he had a great year last year, and, uh, you know, you just have to – Realized this guy was horrible last year, but he said that that the uh, the coaches were happy with everything he did. I'm going like, well, which of, you tell me which one it was, and we need to fire him. <laughs> I love the confidence, though. I, lo- I love the confidence. Well, but you, you know, I would I would rather have some production, but but, but you know, the, but it does bring up an interesting question, which is that is a thin running back core. They got three guys, one of which can't play. And the well, Chargers injury prone. I mean, you know, the, the 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 thing that I would tell you is that um, Weaver. Uh, that I would tell you that Leonard Weaver is going to be a guy who's going to wind up doing getting uh, getting some plays back there in the one back uh, because he he really you know he can do everything they need out of the one back and plus he knows the offense. Uh, he's, a, he's a, you know, he'd definitely be able to block and pick up those blitzes, and that's going to be an important part of that, you know. And if it came down to it, do you, I mean, wouldn't you take? And it's going to come down to it. I, if the roster spot's there, I'd take Echo over Booker. Well, yeah. Uh, the whole thing is, you know, Andy Reid though. Uh, Andy really values uh, a guy who's got some quickness and speed coming out of the backfield and is able to catch the ball. So uh, the only thing with Booker, I mean, he's just so. So light in the pants that <laughs> when he gets hit, he just gets you know he, he, you know he can't keep his balance. He's, he's you know he's breaking uh, you know he's uh, you know he just doesn't doesn't do much with regards to you know his um, it, it, being able to, to run physically you know and, and you need somebody that's able to you know to pound the ball a little bit. I mean you know somewhat. So you know and you don't he, see that out of him. And he read likes his speed, I guess. He's very quick to get him a cup of water on the sidelines. That's probably why he likes him. Yeah, that, that's probably uh, that's probably some of it. Yeah, because he, you know, he doesn't he doesn't bring much to the table as far as I'm concerned. And I wanted to like him. And gee, even uh, when we were at training camp last year, he he made some really impressive plays at camp. At camp, like, yeah. You know, the the thing that he said, he did identify something that that I would say that is been is was a really a problem for him last year. You know. It's something that LJ had a problem with the whole time he was there, which is you've got to catch the ball, and then you run with it. You don't run with the ball before you catch it. You've also got to have some patience. You know, you've got to let the blockers do their job before you run into their backs. I mean, give them a chance to open a hole. Uh, you know, you don't run with the ball before you catch it. I mean, simple things like that, patience. And he said he knows. He just didn't have any patience. He just 
jitterbugging all over the place. I mean, and, and there were times when, you know, he's running with the ball before he catches it. You know, they got a screen set up that, you know, you see 20 yards right there. And the sucker's running with the ball without before he catches it. And the ball's laying on the ground. So, you know, that, that's the problem. That, that is a problem. I mean, the perfect example is watching Westbrook with that convoy last year in Minnesota. Um, perfect example of how you, how you use your blockers. Yeah, you know, but you've got to be patient. And, you know, if you've got that speed, you know, it's like you just hold it there. You know you can, you can turn it on, but, you know, let them give the guys a chance to do their job, you know. And then you, you hit the exhaust, you know. And Westbrook, in general, is a great example of that. His patience is because there's a fine line because they always say, well, you've got to hit the hole. But you have to have patience, too, and there's a fine line in knowing how to use that to where you're hitting the hole yet at the same time, you know, wait for it to open. Brought the guys back. Exactly, exactly, and then that and that's a huge thing. That's a that's a, a very very important. Now, when we get back, we're going to talk about some controversy there uh, that happened uh, this past week on the quarterback position, and talk about you know uh, like the Donovans here, uh, what's going on with Kevin Cobb. Uh, we'll get into that on the other side as we continue on G Cobb in the house. We'll be back with you in a moment. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. If you're not facing your mortgage issues, this can be the most terrifying sound in the world. It means you've fallen behind. It means hope is dwindling. It means you're another call closer to losing your home to foreclosure. Fortunately, there's hope. If you need real help and guidance, call 1-888-995-HOPE. That's 1-888-995-4673. Because nothing is worse than doing nothing. A public service announcement brought to you by NeighborWorks, the Ad Council, and this station. Owen Hodge Show. Are you ready for some football? Well, here it comes. The Owen Hodge Show is bringing you the funniest hour in sports talk radio. This action-packed show is hosted by the outspoken fullback, Big Hodge, and the knowledgeable defensive back, Odie. This show will focus on the NFL, but touch on all things sports. Owen Hodge will provide you with a true player's perspective. That'll give you insight, make you think, and definitely make you laugh. Owen Hodge have accumulated six championship rings, so obviously they know things. Check out the Owen Hodge Show at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Owen Hodge Show. The following commercial is sponsored by FeedThePig.org, an organization devoted to helping you save money. We will not entice you with messages like, Lowest prices in town. Dealer approved, certified pre-owned. No obligation consultation. Nor will we brag about our huge selection. Enormous variety. One-stop shopping. Everything under one roof. Or promise. Prices reduced up to 75%. A sale like this can't go on forever. 
Factory liquidation. Financing options available. We will offer no contingencies like... See store for details. Prices and participation may vary. Legal exclusions apply. No purchase necessary. We'll try to convince you that our product will give you... Leaner, tighter abs in minutes. Perfect smile. Porcelain veneers. Freedom from those painful, embarrassing bunions. Because we simply want to help you spend smarter and save better. Log on to feedthepig.org. Find the benefits of saving for every stage of life. Brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're joined up with G. Cobb in the house, featuring Gary Cobb and co-host Michael Warren. You want to get in on the conversation? Call in now. It's toll-free. 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to GaryCobb at AOL.com. Remember, two R's and two B's in that name. Now back to G. Cobb in the house. Cobb back with you, uh, along with uh, Michael Warren, and uh, we've been talking about the Eagles' uh, rookie camp, but uh, something transpired, you know, uh, a simple question, simple answer. Um, basically, uh, Kevin Cobb was asked, well, how will you feel if Donovan McNabb gets an extension? Mm-hmm. And he said, well, frustrated. And, you know, uh, it's understandable that he would feel frustrated. But it's not really the thing you're supposed to say about another one of your teammates getting a uh, with his contract, which is really is none of your business. And, and the reason I say that is because really in the NFL, you're really, you know, you're, you're trying to make the NFL. If Donovan McNabb has a great year this year and they go to the Super Bowl, what is uh, Kevin Cobb going to say? What is he saying? Well, I, I would, I'm going to feel frustrated because they're going to have to have a good year for – uh, them to win the Super Bowl. Uh, I mean, for you know, for 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 Donovan McNabb to have a good year, uh, that's going to mean good, you know, good things for the team. Sure. If he doesn't have a good year, that's you know, chances are the team's going to have a good year. And so, that's basically saying, well, you know, if the team's doing well, Donovan's doing well, well, I'm going to be I'm going to be frustrated. Well, you know, you're on the team, and the reason that I bring this up is because Donovan McNabb gets eaten up for every little bitty thing. Uh, even when his mother said stuff, right, right. You know, they're they're, they're asking him to uh, all over him because his mother said it's bittersweet when he's hurt and the team's winning, but he's hurt, and and, and they're all climbing over him. But all these same guys was giving McNabb, I mean, giving Cobb a pass. And my problem is, if McNabb said anything like that, like anybody on the team where he was, like, well, for instance, if he were asked about. Uh, Jeff Garcia, and they said, well, you know, well, how do you feel if they go on and win the Super Bowl? I'll be frustrated. frustrated. I'll feel frustrated. You know? yeah. He would get I mean, they, they would have had a baby if he'd have said that. And yeah. so, you know, they, you know, there's basically, you know, everybody else can talk and, and act like a human being. You know, and you, and you, cut, you cut them some slack. Except McNabb. It, it, you know, it's McNabb, oh, this would have been like, oh, you know. Just everybody, in the, oh, you would have thought somebody, he killed somebody here in Philadelphia. And that's the way, that's the problem I have is that the media doesn't treat the guy with any respect. And, and, I, and I, I was just listening to some of the guys, uh, 
Uh, they were talking about, oh, man, you know, Kevin Cobb, he's not really on top of things. On top of things, come on. I'm not saying that the kid can't play uh, because I think, you know, he's got some decent talent. But the fact is, he hasn't done anything. He has not done anything as an eagle. Zero. Zilch. Nothing. And throwing, really, throwing interceptions he, is nothing to you, Jay? What's that? Throwing interceptions is nothing to you? That's nothing. <laughs> and so, you know, my best thing good. is, look, Kevin, you can't do anything about what Donovan's doing, and you shouldn't be saying that you're going to be frustrated if he's doing well and he gets another contract and everything. Because, you know, that, you know I, I don't doubt that a lot of players, you know, they feel like they want to play and uh, they're not really thrilled so much that the guy that's in front of them is, is playing well. But the bottom line is, you know, it, you know to say that really, uh, you know, we, we, we would have said something to a guy that said something like that when I was playing. He said, man, where, where are you coming from? Are you on this team or are you not on this team? You know, first of all, stay out of his business. His contract's got nothing to do with you. If you're a good player, the guys will try to trade for you. They'll try to get you, and you will be playing somewhere else, and you can make just as much money if you're a good player. You focus on the way you're playing and stop worrying about what Donovan's doing in his contract. You shouldn't even be commenting on him in his contract because uh, most of the time we had a rule, well, look, unless it's somewhere I give you a, a permission, don't be saying anything about me and my contract because it's none of your business, you know. That, that, yeah, that's I mean, my whole even point. if you look at what happened with Matty Schaub down in Atlanta, there was just so much talk that this kid could play, and somebody finally, you know, Texans finally traded for him. Come on. How, like, look, look, look at Castle. You know, how long did he stay yeah. up there? Uh, we could go on and on with guys around the league. And, and really, sometimes you, you, you better watch what you, what you ask for, what you're really asking for, because then they find out you can't play, and then you won't be stealing $2 million like you stole since you've been here. You know? Seriously, he's done nothing. Um, well, he hasn't had to either. But a better question is, do you think you should get a contract extension after next year? Because I think his contract, he's on a four-year deal as rookie year. I think he's, he's up after next year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, something's going to give one way or the other. Uh, and I think that the Eagles, you know, if McNabb has a good year, uh, I think that they will try to talk to uh, uh, maybe somebody that knows him, like, you know, talk to, to St. Louis, because they know him down there, you know. Um, uh, you got you know the former is quarterback coaches down there, mm-hmm. uh, so you know if, if if anybody should want him, it should be him. Now if he doesn't want him, then but then that'll give Kevin Cobb a a message <laughs> that maybe yeah, I'm not as good as you think you are, and, and maybe the Eagles have been blowing smoke, you know, because you know the Eagles aren't going to chop him up. I mean, come on, they're not stupid. But everybody says, oh, they really like him. Yeah, they really like him. All right. They've been saying that since they drafted him. Come on. What, what, what else, I mean, what else are they going to say? I mean, that's like, you know, you're asking somebody, man, well, you know, um, <laughs> what do you think of your kids? The kids are standing there. What do you think? Of, I, I love my kids. <laughs> Come on. I mean, or, or anybody else. I mean, you know, and so, uh, you know, just to be fair to, to Kevin, I know he didn't mean anything, but he shouldn't, he, should, he shouldn't say that again, you know, because, you know, well, you know, they could ask all over the team, well, you know, I tell you, McCoy, how would you feel, uh, you know, let's say Brian Westbrook runs for, you know, he has, he comes, you know, he, he rejuvenates, and for the next two years he, he runs for 1,500 yards, and, he, and they give him an extension to play another 10 years. Wait, wait, you know, and we win two Super Bowls. Wait, well, you know, I, I, you know, I don't know how I'm going to feel. I'm not going to be happy. Well, you know what? 
Maybe you shouldn't be on the team. You're you on this team or you're on the other team. You know, but the thing is, is you, you, you know, we say, hey, look, uh, you know, even if you don't even mean it, you know, I'm happy with the success of any of my teammates, you know. Yeah, you know who was really good at that? Remember when A.J. Felix stepped in in 2002 because uh, everyone else was hurt? Um, he made comments more to the effect of, no, I want those guys to play because they're higher on the depth chart for a reason, and I'm the number three. And I just thought it was an incredibly mature way to look at it. Yeah, well, you know, uh, A.J. doesn't want <laughs> A.J. is a, AJ is, a, uh, a, is a third stringer, and, you know, uh, the thing is, it's a lot of BS. Everybody wants to play. But, you know, you don't want to be openly saying, you know, you, know, you don't want to be saying, you know, you're rooting against your teammates? Come on, that's, come on. You know, I mean, uh, you know, I hope, uh, you know, one of the backup offensive tackles said, well, you know, I, you know, they'll give up a few sacks. I wouldn't be upset, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Overall, but, uh, I think he but, just meant, I really want to play. Yeah, that's and, what, I, and that's what he should have said. He, you know, he should just say, you know, hey, look, I, Whatever goes on with Donovan and his contract, you know, I want nothing but the best for Donovan and his contract. He gets a new contract, I'm happy for him. But I do want to play, and, and, and who knows? But, see, the thing is, if you just focus on yourself, you know that if he gets another contract and you show that you can play, you will be somewhere in the league playing and making a fortune if you prove you can play. Castle proved he can play. He got a $14 million one-year deal. What's that? I said Castle proved he could play, and he got a $14 million one-year deal. Come on, who's kidding who? If you can play quarterback in the NFL, you can make a fortune and you can play forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's as simple as that. I mean, it's a valuable position, and if they find a quarterback that can play, it doesn't mind. You, you know, they could find if they found a guy at, at the back end of Russia, and he can play. He played quarterback. Believe me, he'd be over here in, 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 in a day, and uh, you know because you know quarterbacks are a premium, and and so Kevin Cobb suggests. You know, not frustrate himself with the fact that he's playing behind McNabb. Uh, he should, you know, change his mindset. And if, if I were uh, Andy, I would, I would talk with him. I said, look, uh, Kevin, you know, you just make sure you're the best quarterback you can be. And stop throwing stupid interceptions in practice. Maybe do that. <laughs> you know? we'll work on that first. Yeah, I mean, I- I'm sitting there, and, you know, all these other guys give him a pass. And I'm saying, you know, let's be honest. That interception he threw to Ed Reed, he's thrown 20 times in practice. They're holding the ball, holding the ball, and throwing the ball late. Guy picks it off. I've I seen him saying that. Like he told him, I'm going, you can't throw that ball. You know? But he does it in practice. He did it in the game. But it wasn't practice. This is a real game. You, you wait that long and stare a guy down, you know, you're going to get the ball picked off. And, yeah, and uh, he, he's got to get out of the habit of doing that. And maybe if he would focus on that, Rather than McNabb's contract, uh, maybe he would, he would, maybe somebody in the league would, would value him. You know? Yeah, and it's, it's one of the toughest things you ask a quarterback to do because obviously you're thinking, I've got to get the ball to this guy, and I'd rather do it sooner rather than later so I don't get killed. But it is, it's, the, it's the difference between being elite and not being able to play. You can't, you can't stare at the guy. Or worse, pump fake it to him and then go ahead and throw it. Like in playing in basketball, if you fake a pass to a guy, you can't go back and pass it to him. You know? Yeah, you know. It's exactly because, see, when, you, uh, when you're staring a guy down, uh, you know, and as a former defensive player, I'll tell you that, that you're looking at the quarterback. When he's looking that way, he's taking you over that way. And so he just stares that guy down. You know, you've got half the defensive players are sitting there, <laughs> eventually, 
when you throw it, and the chances are that one of them is going to come down with it rather than your guy. So, uh, you know, that, that is a, um, you know, that, that's something that uh, he's got to get out of the habit of doing. But he gets, you know, but see, if you're not attentive to what you're doing in practice, and maybe you're thinking you're better than you are, you know, maybe you get into bad habits and you throw dumb interceptions like that. So, you know, that's what he needs to focus on. But on the other side, we'll talk about uh, some of these young rookies and how they're going to make out uh, next week uh, at the veterans. We'll be back with you in a moment. Is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. Back goes O'Neal. He's out the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left. to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Discover the world's only speed training program that guarantees your athletes have their best season ever or your money back. No questions asked. Let's face it, the best athletes on any team in any sport are the fastest athletes. The team with the most speed is almost always going to be more successful. The fact that you're listening to this right now tells me that you know this is true and that your athletes are not as fast as you want them to be. But how do you make them faster? After all, like many coaches, maybe you were told that you can't teach speed, that an athlete is either born with it or they're not. Right? Wrong. Arguably the biggest myth in all of sports is that you can't teach speed or coach athletes to new levels of athletic success and performance. The level of success your athletes experience has little to do with running plays or specific ball skills. Instead, it depends entirely on your ability to teach them the one skill required to dominate every sport, speed. Put Latif Thomas and his team to work for you. Visit CompleteSpeedTraining.com or call toll-free 877-510-3278. That's 877-510-FAST. There has never been a better time to become a videographer in the sport of hunting. And right now, you can combine everything you love about hunting with a career in television. And you can learn it at home with Brock Ray's Outdoor Videography School. Hunter and TV personality Brock Ray has put together a course taught by TV professionals. And it all comes to you in a six-DVD home set that lets you learn about this lucrative occupation on your own time. Now, get paid for the hunts you shoot. That's right, when you purchase the home study course and learn our techniques, you can submit your video to us. And if it gets chosen, your segment might appear on our nationally televised Better Built's World of Outdoors. We will pay you for using your video. Call now at 205-625-5480. We invite you to visit our website at OutdoorVideoSchool.com. Start your career in television now. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're joined up with G Cobb in the house, featuring Gary Cobb and co-host Michael Warren. You want to get in on the conversation? Call in now. It's toll-free. 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to GaryCobb at AOL.com. Remember, two R's and two B's in that name. Now back to G Cobb in the house. G Cobb back with you and... uh of course, I'm with my uh, co-host, uh, Michael Warren, and uh, we're talking about the 
Eagles as they get ready for the season and everything. What about around the NFL, uh, real quick, um, Mike, are some of the things that uh, have been transpiring, like, you know, uh, the, the whole thing with the, with the joke to me is, uh, you know, the, the uh, Tennessee Titans going after the Washington Redskins for tampering. I mean, come on, please. The whole thing was tampered. Well, and, and I wrote about this to the site. I, I, don't, I don't get tampering because everybody does it. And if you don't do it, I don't know how you compete with anything. And so then the Titans go after the Redskins, and we all know the Titans are not going to give him that kind of money, so that's kind of just BS. But my bigger problem with tampering, I don't, I don't have so much of a problem with what the Reds, with Redskins would do to the Titans. When you tamper and you get a guy all locked up before they hit the market, uh, I think you're screwing over the other teams that never had a chance more than the team you took them from. That's what really should. That's why it should really be police. Because other people, if you're playing by the rules, you didn't even get a t- chance to take a shot at them. And I have a tough time believing when you're an Albert Hainsworth or Asante Samuel, and you're the elite at your position, and you're headed for the big payday. Oh, I got the deal done in, at twelve thirty that night. Those contracts don't get hammered out that quickly. Everybody does it. Everybody tampers. So then there was the thought somebody suggested uh, of having a week before free agency starts. So that people could negotiate before free agency started. So somebody's just going to find a way to start before that week starts. I mean, you, you can do it as many times as you want. Yeah. People will find a way to talk to these guys beforehand. And well, I really well, think the league needs to look is, at it because everybody does it, but it's only policed in rare occasions. Well, you know, the, the guys they're talking to are the agents. And the agents uh, of, you know, of different players they have to talk to. So they basically just say, hey, yeah, by the way, you represent such and such too, right? So what's happening with him? I mean, uh, uh, you guys interested in getting out of there or, you know, are you interested in talking? I mean, because we're interested in talking to you. You know he's coming up and going to be a free agent later on this year because you know they're sowing the seeds uh, way ahead of time. How can they not? They'd be foolish not to, you know. I can't see an agent, you know, a GM at dinner. And he goes, oh, don't bring that name up. Come on, tampering. Yeah, right. <laughs> can't talk about that. Get out of here. Yeah, you know that um, without a doubt that um, uh, that these guys talk. And as I said, it would, it would be kind of foolish that you're there talking to somebody's agent uh, who is also agent of a player that you're interested in. You're not going to tell them, look, I don't know what's going to happen with you guys. Oh, by the way, well, how's your contract coming out with such things? You guys think you're going to sign an extension with them or what? Oh, no, we're not getting anywhere. I don't think we're going to get anything done. Well, we want to let you know, hey, we're interested. In fact... You know, we might be willing to pay him five, six million dollars a year. Is that so? Yeah. In fact, I tell you what, we would pay him exactly, and we give him exactly a bonus of such. I mean, come on. You know, you know that's what goes on because, you know, why? Why wouldn't you? You know. Yeah, I agree. Because and again, there's no way to really prove it. If if, if you're a GM and, and I'm an agent, we go have dinner. Who's gonna, who would know whether we talked about that? Yeah, I wouldn't I mean, recommend sending emails to that effect because it's traceable. But yeah, <clears throat> but a conversation and and the thing about it is, you know, you're talking to them about somebody else, and you know, the agent is there. The, the agent is not doesn't care about the team the the the, the, the guy's playing on. The agent cares about his uh, his uh, player. So in hey. the best interest of his player, he's gonna you know, hey, you know, let's talk about uh, such and such. You know, they they wouldn't be doing their jobs if they didn't say, "Hey, are you guys? In, would you guys be interested if, in such such?" You know, you know, uh, doesn't look like we're going to get a get a deal done with those guys. You know, <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, they can file the charges all they like. I don't know. 
And what did the Bears give up? I mean, the Niners gave up, what, a fifth rounder for talking to uh, Lance Briggs, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so, to me, that's not even really that much of a penalty. You know, no one wants to give up draft picks except the Redskins. I mean, that's another thing, too. Yeah, if yeah, they did win their tampering case and Dan Snyder lost draft picks, it would be one less thing he had to do on draft day. Well, you know, the, draft. the thing is, uh, it, it's just so, um, you know, hypocritical if they were to uh, – to really make them pay, play any kind of a, a, you know, a penalty for that because clearly they've got a lot of uh, different teams around the league that have done the same thing and are doing the same thing, you know. So because the Eagles kind of got caught, they got bit this year with the uh, with that uh, guard uh, uh, center guy who who uh, went and signed with the Rams. Oh, Charles Bentley. Oh no, no, I'm thinking. I think I'm thinking Browns. No, this um, year. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, um, you know, what that says is that, you know, hey, they played by the rules this week. They, it was slow, and they got bit. But, you know, they're not going to go and start, you know, oh, I'll tell you what. Uh, you know. still business partners at the end of the day. Yeah, that, exactly. Exactly. You know, so, you know, um, if, if you're doing something that gets ridiculous, I mean, but if you're doing what everybody else is doing, Come on, who's kidding who? You know, yeah, well, it is I'm ridiculous. Sitting there playing games and making believe. Now, going on to let's say the, um, you know, what's coming up this week, going to get a chance to see all of the uh, young players working against some veterans. It's going to be good. I mean, now I, I, I will tell you this, and this is something I was going to tell you about about Jeremy Macklin. If he continues to shine the way he's been shining, and he shows that he can go out and he's going to be a, a guy that's going to you know, is going to, you know, make a big difference, uh, you know, and, and is capable of doing some of the things that Deshaun did last year, it's going to pressure Kevin Curtis, especially if Kevin Curtis is still ailing. See, that's the big thing. If, if Curtis is healthy, then, I, you know, I think they'll feel comfortable about having that experience with Kevin and everything. And I'll tell you this, I, I doubt that Kevin Curtis is, uh, is on the team next year because of the money he's making. I know the way the Eagles think. If Jeremy Macklin beats him out. The Eagles do not like paying a lot of money to backups. I just tell you yeah. that, right? That's the way they are. Plus, if they had Macklin, uh, they kind of like the other kid, too, uh, who's been doing pretty good. You know, um, the sixth-round pick, the kid out of Washington State, he's been looking pretty good. Uh, how, you, know, uh, they, you know they like Avant and Basket because they got their roles. Sure. Uh, but with the way Macklin has been doing, the way he's catching the ball, uh, they've got Reggie Brown there. Remember this now. Reggie Brown is not making what Kevin Curtis is making. And Reggie Brown is 28. Uh, Kevin Curtis is 31. It may not seem like a big deal, but I tell you what, Reggie Brown is the kind who could fit and play all the different positions uh, as a backup. But, you know, I tell you, Kevin Curtis, he better show up healthy. That's the big thing. He cannot be Talking about what is growing is still bothering him. He's still hurting. If he shows up and he's hurting still, he's asking for trouble. I'll tell you that, and I'm, I'm, I'm emphasizing that. Uh, as this kid continues to impress, and uh, I tell you that the, the, the kid, I tell you, I, I, don't know, I don't know if the kid dropped the ball the whole time, any, any, anything I've seen him do. I, I, don't, I haven't seen the kid, I don't remember the kid dropping the ball. That's great. And then did they have him at the Z? Uh, no, no. They got him playing uh, the X. 
But they did move him inside, and they had him playing out of the slot. Okay, so they're leaving Deshaun put. Oh, yeah, they're not. Uh, Deshaun is the Z. No, no doubt about it. Deshaun is the, is the Z. Uh, they're looking at him at the X, and they will move him around, too. You know, so, and and the, everything he's doing, and then you can see the other thing, which is uh, the younger guys who are making mistakes, you know, they, they have to talk to him after the play. You know, after the play, they're talking to him. You know, they don't have to talk to this kid after the play. They talk to him after the practice. Uh, impressive. Because kid's picking up the stuff, and uh, you can see he's serious. You know, he's a mature kid. And uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how it works out. Now, I, I know I'm way ahead of myself, um, you know, because I don't know. I mean, Kevin comes in, he's healthy, he's ready to play. He's going to be the starter at X. And they'll okay. work Macklin in, you know. But I tell you, there's certain things that Macklin, man, he gets deep. He goes up and he gets the ball. The kid can jump. You know? That's that, that's great. But I know and, and as far as Curtis though, he was the reason he was he succeeded in St. Louis was in the slot. He's an excellent slot receiver. I, I know no problem with him I, playing that. And I could see them having him play that slot because this kid, uh, he can get he, he does a good job getting off jams and he can get downfield, you know. So um well, that, that's a good thing, and, and you're right. Kevin Curtis is, uh, could find himself being the Reggie Brown, which whereas everybody has Reggie Brown being the guy that's out this year. Yeah. You know, uh, Curtis, like you said, if he's hurt, he costs a lot. Now you're a backup. Maybe, you know, what do you do? I mean, they love Avant as a third down guy. Yeah, well, you know, the thing is uh, there are certain routes they'll have guys running for themselves, you know. So, uh, you know, there are certain routes that'll fit one guy compared to the other. Uh, they won't have a problem, you know, getting them involved. So uh, I, I think that, uh, it, you know, it, it'll work out. Uh, they've got room for guys to help, you know. They can make plays. They'll, they'll, get, they'll have times for to get them involved, you know. Yeah, they're, they're, so for all the times we've heard, oh, the Eagles need wide receivers, need wide receivers, now they have problems at wide receiver because, of, you know, they, they do have a lot of guys that can play. They're really deep. Yeah. You know, Reggie oh. Brown can criticize them all you want, but. Reggie Brown's not a bad player. He's not a bad player. You know, he's a bad player if you, you compare him to uh, T.O., and that's where he came in. He's replacing Terrell Owens, and, and that's where he took a lot of flack. But he's not a bad player. I mean, you know, he's a good player. I mean, he, he, he is, you know, he's not a number one. That's the thing. You, you know, I'm going to start saying, well, he's a number one. He's not a number one. But as for a number three, he's a good number three. He's solid. You know, he's, he's going to make some plays for you. Uh, so I think if, you know, he, they play him – that way, with guys thinking about the speed, different parts over there, you know, uh, Reggie could find a way on this team. Uh, now, I, like I said, way ahead of ourselves, but just, you know, know that Kevin Curtis had better not be laboring, talking about he's hurt. You know, he, he better start, you know, coming out, uh, you know, playing, because he's 31 years old, and you know the way the Eagles start looking at a guy 31. You know, they have that alarm that goes off, you know, you think, you think the alarm was a fire alarm, you know, uh, but it's not a fire alarm. It's an alarm that goes off every time one of their players turns 30. That's true. But uh, we'll be back on the other side, continue talking about the Eagles, talking about the upcoming camp uh, with McNabb and Westbrook and all the game. We'll be back in a moment. It's a fly ball deep right field. Bob goes O'Neal. He's a 
Got it! With 2.8 seconds left. to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Are you currently having trouble paying your mortgage? Are you in an adjustable rate mortgage or possibly in foreclosure? If you've been late once, have already received a letter from your lender with intent to foreclose, or even have a sheriff's sale notice, you need to contact the professionals at New Hope Modifications. They are experts in helping people behind on their mortgage, in foreclosure, or even who are on time, but know that rate will be adjusting and will cause them problems in the future. Call New Hope Modifications today at 888-NO-DEBT-9. That's 888-663-3289 and talk to one of their modification experts. New Hope is staffed with professionals that have years of experience in customer service and the mortgage industry. Our branch managers take pride in giving every customer the attention and support that they may need in this crucial time of their life. You are not alone, and New Hope is the company that you can trust to help you save your home or assist in getting you a payment you can handle. Give them a call right now at 888-663-3289. Again, that number, 888-663-3289, and put your trust in New Hope. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine-horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You're joined up with G. Cobb in the house, featuring Gary Cobb and co-host Michael Warren. You want to get in on the conversation? Call in now. It's toll-free. 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to GaryCobb at AOL.com. Remember, two R's and two B's in that name. Now back to G. Cobb in the house. G. Cobb, back with you uh, on Voice America. Dot com and been joined by my co-host uh, Michael Warren and uh, the uh, whole team will be together. The Eagles' entire squad will be together on Tuesday, and uh, we'll get a chance to see the young guys working against the top-level players. And uh, you know, I can't wait to see it. I want to see Macklin get out there and try to run some routes against uh, Santi Samuel. You know, against Sheldon Brown. You know, I want to see what happens. 
you know, how much progress has he really made, you know. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see that. It'll be interesting to see um, uh, Cornelius Ingram run some routes, you know, against uh, the Saints, against uh, Michael. And also, we'll get a chance to see how this safety battle is starting to shape up. You know, how is um, Sean Jones and Quentin Demps, you know, who's doing what? So, you know, that, that's, that's going to be fun. So that's why I'm going to look forward to seeing that. And, of course, you'll be able to check out gcob.com to see and take on that. Uh, what, what's your feel about that? You know what? I, I was just thinking about this, too. I guess the, the, it's going to come down with Sean Jones and Quentin Demps. Do you want hitting or do you want coverage? I'm not saying Sean Jones can't cover, but everybody hits harder than Quentin Demps. He does not seem to like to stick his nose in there. He's definitely, I guess what you would consider, a finesse safety. Yeah. But the Eagles probably prefer, they want the coverage. I, I don't know if hitting is, is important to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I, I think all things being equal, I think, I think Demps is going gonna, is gonna to win the job, except unless Sean Jones is a lot quicker than I think. Yeah, well, you know, see, the thing uh, that, uh, you know, the Eagles, uh, you know, and, and this is their philosophy. This is a philosophy on both sides of the ball is the passing game is more important than the running game. Right. Uh, that's the way their mentality is. And so, like it or not, that's the way, you know, that's their mentality. You know, so with that being said, uh, it's clear that, you know, they like the fact that Demps is able, he, he not only is, you know, got the speed and everything, but he's got some corner ability. You know, he can play corner. In fact, they have him work, you know, covering receivers. And that way they, he can walk out and cover a receiver if they need him to. Uh, they had this with, um, uh, you know, with Dawkins for years, who was able to have, able to walk out and, and cover a receiver if they needed him to. So, oh, absolutely. So, you know, so that's, that's something that, uh, you know, that, that's something to think about, and it, it's, it's something that they think about. So that gives Dempsey an advantage. But I'll tell you, you know, the thing about Jones is his, uh, his veteran uh, leadership could come into play. And they could say, well, you know what? We could really use some of that leadership out there, see, because he's got all that experience. That, yeah, the experience, that comes into play, too, because their big philosophy is they'll, they'll let you move the ball between the 20s all day. They don't care. Yeah. When you get in the red zone, there are going to be problems, and don't give up the big play. So it, with his experience, if he's, if he's uh, better suited to not be giving up the big play, because that will get you off the field for the Eagles real quick, too. They, they're not going to have that. Yeah. Uh, so if Dempsey is, is missing assignments or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. Well, he's got to know his stuff. Uh, I will say, you know, we're talking about, you know, how these guys are going are to pan out, you know, with Sean Jones and Dempsey. That'll be an interesting battle. Uh, we'll also see an interesting battle, uh, you know, at, at, at a couple of other spots, you know, uh, but we won't be able to really see much this time, you know, when they talk about the offensive line, you know, with Cole and, and, and Jackson, uh, which I, I hope they make that uh, a battle. Uh, but uh, uh, we'll see what's going on with the wide receivers. We'll see how the corners are playing and, and how the safeties are playing, uh, get a chance to see the tight ends. Uh, and how how they're looking? Um, a lot of talent on this roster, Jay. Yeah, there's they're a lot of talent. Cut some very a lot good players. Of and uh, and that's why that's going to be fun. But uh, is anybody you think that might surprise us? Uh, uh, you know, either now or during the training camp, or something that you're looking forward to seeing. You know what? I, I really want to see Abby Amiri. I I really and, and we talked about this last weekend. I don't like that their front four. I just don't think they generate enough of a rush on their own. Uh-huh. Um, 
The blitzes are all fun. That's all great. But, uh, you know, you look at the Giants, the success from them is because they can generate pass rush with that front four. So I kind of want to see Abby Amiri, the biggest defensive end. Uh, he's probably the best against the run. I'd like to see if he can, if he can start to generate some pass rush because, you know, defensive end is a position that I'd like to see, you know, upgraded a little bit. Uh-huh. Well, we'll see what's happening, what happens with that, because um, that's going to be uh, you know, an interesting thing to take at, uh, check out. But I want to thank you for uh, being with me uh, this week, Micah, and appreciate everybody else that joined us. And, uh, you know, we'd love to have you call in uh, next time when you join us. But nevertheless, hey, have a great week. Check out gcob.com because we'll have updates all week about what's going on at the workouts up there. And we'll talk to you next Friday uh, at uh, 7 o'clock or uh, Eastern and Four o'clock Western. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great week. Time to break the huddle. We'll be back again next Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern for another edition of G Cobb in the House with Gary Cobb and Micah Warren. Have a great weekend and we'll see you again soon. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you currently having trouble paying your mortgage? Are you in an adjustable rate mortgage or possibly in foreclosure? If you've been late once, have already received a letter from your lender with intent to foreclose, or even have a sheriff's sale notice, you need to contact the professionals at New Hope Modifications. They are experts in helping people behind on their mortgage, in foreclosure, or even who are on time, but know that rate will be adjusting and will cause them problems in the future. Call New Hope Modifications today at 888-NO-DEBT-9. That's 888-663-3289 and talk to one of their modification experts. New Hope is staffed with professionals that have years of experience in customer service and the mortgage industry. Our branch managers take pride in giving every customer the attention and support that they may need in this crucial time of their life. You are not alone, and New Hope is the company that you can trust to help you save your home or assist in getting you a payment you can handle. Give them a call right now at 888-663-3289. Again, that number, 888-663-3289, and put your trust in New Hope. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. 
despise her, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine-horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. <laughs> 